Because my dad's hands were like yours, he allowed me to have hands like this, and I'm a doctor because of it. Talk about impact my son and the guys on, on that crew. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers? Y'all don't pay no mind to this guy next to me right here. I know he's ugly. His mama still loves him, though. So I don't know what to tell you. How you doing tonight, Dan Wheeler? Dude, I'm doing. I'm I hear doing. you, man. Fresh off, a, fresh off a bid, got in here on this, and uh, we're cooking, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm ready to knock this baby out the park. Um, Make sure you turn your comments on, bro. You see it over in the upper right? Hit the comment yeah, button so y'all can read the comments. But, hey, guys, we got a great show tonight for you. Let me get my stuff together. We got Season 5, Episode 17. We're going to be talking about the 2023 AFA University in Arlington, Texas. It's finally here. Guys, y'all need to buckle up and prepare to launch your business, okay? And don't forget, we're going live everywhere man and we want to use streamyard.com forward slash facebook so streamyard will know who the hell you are and what you're saying and all that good stuff okay so uh wheeler we got we got a lot of stuff happening man Mm -hmm. um we added some stops to the uh the u.s hammer tour which is big news right Mm -hmm. we've got uh what else we did man let me get my notes down here in front of me because i can't remember nothing um, let's see. We added stops to the U.S. Hammer Mid America Fence Supply.com tour. We added Tulsa, Oklahoma. We added Monkey Island, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be going to Tony Thornton's, um, what is it? The uh, business conference, Sunday, December 10th to Fence Wednesday. business conference, yep. To, yeah, to uh, Wednesday, December 13th. Um, what else? Do you see how many, how many dudes are signed up for that? Yeah, man. So I heard it's like uh, last I heard was fifty. What you got? I, last I heard was over seventy. Over seventy. Yeah, he said. He, I I called Tony. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm gonna be there. He's like, he's you know, he's like, man, Dan Willard, thank you for so much for coming down. You know, yes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm shooting four hundred. And then you know, he dropped the thing on fifty. And then he dropped the thing on seventy. Guys are there, and it is a it is like a packed event, guys. There's some. Some awesome guy is going to be down. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm excited. Yeah. So, so Tony told you it was seventy. You didn't count because I know no. you can't count to seventy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about everything else we got going on. We got the uh, the BBH, the Big Black Hammer giveaway from US Hammer guys. Make sure you go to myfencelife.com, fill out the uh, form, and look. When you get on there, you're going to see a nice pink sprinkly donut on there. Click that, fill that form out if you want to win 150 free donuts. If you drive vinyl, guys, we're sending out uh, black donuts made by um, my, wait, wait, shit, who makes them? Mid-America Fence Supply. I'm all tongue-tied. MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. You can get a free 150. We call them a fencer's dozen, man. And uh, that's brought to you by not just Mid-America Fence Supply, but that's coming from Dan Blonde. It's coming from uh, Fence King. We're footing that bill. And ain't nobody else paying for that. You can um, use my phrase, Dan. Go ahead. I'm, I know I'm here, but you go ahead and say it. So, Frank, your phrase. Uh, the one I coined, you're putting your money where your mouth is. Go ahead. Oh, you coined that? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I coined that, dude. dude. I'm on the trademark it now. My grandma used to say that shit. Get out of here. Oh, Jesus Christ. I coined that. <laughs> Jeez. Y'all see what I got to put up with? I don't even know why I talk to this guy. What I put up with. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But, uh, hey, guys, so what better thing to put with your 
your BBH, your Big Black Hammer, My Fence Life Edition, and some black donuts. They're super durable, super nice, super easy to install. And I'll even cover the shipping. So we, we got to get down to business, man. Tonight, we've got a guest. He is the, uh, the man. He's mm-hmm. the legend. He is everything AFA, AFAU, and he knows a little bit about gate automation that I found out. So we're going to bring this cat on, man. And after that, we're going to – dude, you see the comments? Comments are blowing up, man. I like it. Let me get him added in here real quick. There we go. The, the Facebook user. What's up, Mr. Reich? What's going on, gentlemen? Oh, same hey, old, same I, old. I, I don't know that I've – I don't know that I've paid a whole lot of attention to your your intro before because I'm usually trying to get stuff ready and whatnot. But I guess I'm in the right spot tonight because beers, bourbon, and business, brother. I know Dan <laughs> Wheeler's got the Modelo going on. I got the bourbon going on. So I, go. guys, uh, this is f- this is uh, trickery. This is actually uh, unsweet tea. Drink it with my <laughs> pinky up. Yeah, pinkies. I bet you eat tacos with your pinky up too, don't you, Dan? I do, bro. I gotta have one oh, finger that don't have God. juices dripping down them, right? I gotta have one finger that ain't got shit on them, right? <laughs> when you eat those <laughs> white people ground beef tacos, right? No, I, I like the shredded chicken, and I like the um, the oh, yep. ones with the uh, the pastor. Pastor. Whatever, bro. It's all the same. Pastor. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, man. So we got Nick right on. Let's go through the comments real quick. We got Michael Brooks. Uh, Where do we post comments for the live post? You post them right here, Mike. He's on uh, LinkedIn. Kevin Poole. Charleston Fences is on. We got a bunch of people that are uh, Facebook users. And we got access control form. We got all kinds of Facebook users. Guys, go to my uh, streamyard.com forward slash Facebook so we can see who's talking to us. So, Nick, we want to know everything there is about AFAU. I know um, last night I freak went live. It was a freaky thing, but it was Halloween. And Jesus, Matt was dressed as Joe Everest. How could you not go live, right? And um, I saw Ken Throckmorton commenting saying, hey, I'm on my way down now. So he's what, 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 what do you mean like he's on his way down? Is he driving from Ohio? Yep. Oh, yep. He uh he's got the installation trailer because he had it in Ohio when we did the school up there and then he took it to Myrtle Beach. So he drove from Ohio. He's there now, already at the location. He's meeting uh and we got materials showing up today and tomorrow already. Oh, so he's got to be there to get material and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, man, I see Vivi's in the house. Vivi, you need to come to AFAU and show some people how to build vinyl the way you do in like 4.5 seconds. Right? <clears throat> He's the only guy I know that can throw up 300 foot of vinyl and be home for lunch. And crazy. So, let's talk AFAU, Nick. Let's talk about it, bro. What do we got going on first? I think Sunday, we got to get there Sunday, November 6th or 5th? 5th. November 5th. So it starts November 5th on Sunday. And what happens? Say say I'm Billy Joe Bob's fencing and I show up Sunday on the 5th, be bopping in, get my room for noon, 3 o'clock, check in, whatever the hell it is. And what happens? What do I do next? So it, it depends a little bit on which school you're in. Uh, registration is open all day. I think we're reg- open to registration at like one o'clock. Uh, but the fence installation school this year, they're actually getting all their PowerPoints out of the way early before dinner Sunday night. Awesome. And the reason we're doing that is because now we're not screwing around and spending time every morning playing around in the, in the classroom. They're literally going to go from breakfast to the field and start working right away. So, um, that's the first thing, really. The first official thing that's going on once you get registered is is the the PowerPoint, the the classes for the fence installation school. Uh, but then there's a big welcome dinner for everybody. We got the fence contractor business school there, fence installation school, and the gate automation installation school. And uh, so there's a big welcome dinner, just kind of you know welcome everybody, introducing all the instructors, letting people kind of know what's going on for the week, and and then man, it's it's on from there. Nice man, I'm excited. So we get all that out the way. We get checked in. Life is good, right? And then what do we do? Monday morning, we wake up. What time's breakfast? Monday morning, breakfast is from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And it's mandatory. You need to be there on time at 7 a.m. Because this is all of our meals are working meals. 
We do uh, important announcements. We do um, team leaders. So there's a team leader for each of the teams. You got to share your uh, contact information with everybody at the table. That way, if, if you went out and acted like an idiot the night before and got drunk or something like that, or didn't show up, or, I mean, we've had a little bit of everything, man. We've had guys that were just sick and we need to know that we need to know what's going on. We need to know where everybody is. So we're going to go around and we're going to do roll call with the leader at each table and say, you know, are all your people here and they best know if everybody's there or not. And if they're not, they must know where they're at. So, you know, this is, it's, it's work from 7am until after dinner. So that means every night, Dan Wheeler, since you run in fence installation school, you can't mm-hmm. let Chris Steele cover your slack, man. You got to be on time. <laughs> I'm always on time. I'm a morning person. You know that. I know 7 o'clock's early for you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this dude texts me at 4.15 in the morning. Mm-hmm. 4.15 in the morning. I'm just like, jeez. Uh, but, hey, I'm getting up earlier, though, bro. I'm getting up at 4.15 now, not 4.40. You feel better, right? I do feel better. Yeah. I do feel better. You're All right, welcome. so we're gonna do lunch. I mean, we're gonna do we're gonna do breakfast. We're gonna find out who the hell's there, who got drunk last night, and went to the strip club, and who's down for business. You're gonna weed those guys out real quick, right? Yep. And then, um, then we're gonna go outside, and we're gonna get to work in fence installation school. And how many how many disciplines are we doing? So we've got five disciplines. We've got agriculture. Uh, we've got vinyl, ornamental. Chain link and wood. Okay. So, so each team is going to spend a day in each one of those. So they'll go. They'll go out. Let's say team one will go out to ag fence first, and they will spend all day long with the ag fence guys, learning how to tie the knots, learning how to do the wire pulling, learning how to you know staple everything up, learning how to do the braces. Uh, I think they're even going to do some post driving. It's it's going to be pretty intense. Okay. All right. Cool. So basically. You want to hope that wood discipline is on Friday for you because by the time Friday comes, Dan Wheeler might know how to build wood fence. <laughs> and then you might actually learn something. Chris Steele's going to, Chris, if you're listening, Chris is going to have to carry you like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. By Thursday, you're going to have, by Friday, Dan Wheeler's going to be a fence putting in full. Nick, look <laughs> at these hands. These are fence builder hands, dude. Bro. Every day, seven days a week. Dan Wheeler's in the field. I know how to build a fence. Hey, man, let me tell y'all something really. I'm I'm switching gears right now, but I want to tell you what happened to my uh, middle son today. We're doing this horizontal fence on Postmasters down like a main highway. And um, this homeowner, he, my son said he's like 60 ish, came out there and he's like, man, y'all got to really like driving these posts instead of digging holes and concrete. And my son sticks his hands out, turns them up, sticks them out. He goes, well, yeah, this is this is because of concrete. Well, he said things got real awkward. He said the guy takes and grabs one of my hands and takes his thumbs and puts them in the center and lightly brushes my hands outward. And he's holding his hand there like, uh. <laughs> and the guy starts crying. So my son's like. He, I literally, he just told me the story before I got on with y'all. So my my son's like, uh, you know, what do I do? You know what I mean? This dude's spending like twenty five grand with us. I'm not gonna be like, yo, bro, get off my hand, right? So the guy starts crying and he goes, man, these hands remind me of my dad's hands. Mm. He goes, because my dad's hands were like yours, he allowed me to have hands like this. And I'm a doctor because of it. Man, talk about impact my son and the guys on on that crew. They were just like, what just happened? You know? So my son called me to tell me, hey, Dad, I know all those years of your hands being like that is the reason why where you're at. And I understand that I got to go through that to get to where I need to be. So, man, it was a really touching deal man it was i was almost like wow i can't believe how this guy impacted my son all because of the way his hands were so i know that's a little side note but that's a crazy story huh mm-hmm. imagine having a homeowner do that that's crazy man so sorry guys i got off track there but i had to tell that story since you just said that about the hands <laughs> but um so <clears throat> you got five teams of people that are how many team how, how many people in those teams 
Uh, we usually try to keep it at six or so. Uh, we we want to make sure that everybody has the ability to do work. So if those teams get too big, you got them guys that'll just kind of hide in the back. And so we want to we want to keep those teams a little smaller so that they don't have that ability. Okay. So now we got uh, that's the fence installation school. Now what about fence contractor school? What happens? When does that start? What's the process with that? So similar deal, man. They're there Sunday night for dinner. They'll, they'll meet the instructors. They'll meet the other people that are in the class with them. Now, the only difference is, is there's not teams there because they're in a classroom setting all week. Uh, but we do run uh, probably four different instructors through that school. But it's the same deal, man. they got to be there at 7 a.m. to listen to what's going on, to get the announcements, to make sure they know, you know, where it is they're going in case there's any changes. Um, you know, we want them to see what it's like to have their crews do um, the toolbox talks. You know, they need to understand how that impacts both the business and the crew members themselves. So we want them to see the camaraderie that we build amongst the other crews in the other schools because we want them to take that stuff back to their businesses. Okay. All right. So we're doing um, fence contractor, fence insulation. What else? what else? We got gate automation. You know a lot about gate automation. And Dan Will, pop in here anytime you want, man. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit I, over. I, dude, I love it. I love it. You know, uh, everything that Nick's sitting on, dude, from the moment. I think some guys think this is like a, an easy week, right, Nick? And it's not. Like, dude, we, no. we eat from 7 to 8. And you, we're talking fence from the second you get in there. If someone's late, right? Um, and one thing I want to mention, Dan, is myself and Chris, we eat breakfast and lunch with our team that day. So I'm, I'm a morning person, so I'm always there early, right? So if someone comes in late, like, I'm like, dude, what the heck, dude? Or, um, But, dude, we're talking fence from, the, from, from breakfast till the end of the day. Um, it is act, it's like drinking from a fire hose and, and – uh, um, the way that Nick has it set up, dude, it is awesome. Uh, uh, they get a lot of information from a lot of years of, of guys that have been in the trade um, in a short amount of time. Well, we need to go ahead and uh, get everybody's room numbers. And if you want, I can team up. I could, like, run around the hotel banging on doors, guys that aren't there at 7 a.m. <laughs> but that's usually not the case. I um, Last year I did it, and, uh, man, there are some there were some guys that, you know, never used a, a circular saw, right? And then there are guys that have been building fence for 28 years, longer than longer than I've been uh, doing it. So um, you just get a huge mix of, of guys, of individuals down there, just eager to learn, and, and uh, the energy's high, right? And and I love it. it. It's a good. It's a good time. Nice man. Yeah. So that's that's what, like I said, I'm sitting here building building the teams tonight. Yeah. So I was actually working on the the gate automation school, um, and the deal is. We don't want two people from the same company on the same team, and we try to spread out the years of experience. You know, we don't, we don't want a team that's all stacked with guys that have been doing it for 15 years. You know, so we we spread all that out, and we do the same thing on the fence side. You know, we want to spread that stuff out. And, and the reason is, you know, like we've talked about before, the way they build stuff in the Northeast is different than the way they build stuff in the Southwest. And, and mm-hmm. so we want those guys – to learn from each other in the same way that they learn from the instructors. Cause that happens every year. So kind of break down like gate automation school. I know that's an intense school. Um, my son Dylan's going this year and I wanted him to go last year, but I forget what happened last year and we didn't send him. So I'm like, you got to go this year. Um, he got a book, a digital book. And he was like, man, I'm trying to read this thing. And, I was like, just send it to the printer and get them the print you want. So he had him print the entire book, and he's been reading it. And I think he's read it through, and he's starting to read it again maybe. I might be a little off on that. But apparently someone called him up. I don't know who that was and was like, hey, you need to read that book before you even show up. So apparently it's pretty freaking intense, this gate operation school, right? Yep. Yeah, especially if they're taking the certification test afterwards. Um, so the chair of that school is Scott Meckes. Uh, he's a guy, he works for Door King now, mm. uh, but he's been part of the school since it started in 2007. Okay. And this year, through the years, what we have found is people don't look at that book before they show up. And, and they're just expecting us to teach them everything in that book. And it's like, 
you know, we, we don't have three weeks to, to, to work with y'all. You know, it just, it don't happen. So if you want to learn everything that you need to learn, you got to read that book because that's what the test is based off of. Okay. So this year he was like, here's what I need. And he started hitting me up as soon as registration was open. He said, I want you to start sending me the list of who all is going to that school. So every week or so I would send him the updated list and he just broke all the people up and sent it out to the instructors and said, here's the deal. Your job today is to call these three people and let them know, here's what we expect of them. Here's what they're going to do. Here's how things are going to go. They need to read this. They need to bring that. So it is, it is very, it's a group learning experience, but it is very, I, I guarantee you Wednesday night, your son is his brain's just going to be about half mush, man. I'm well, telling you, he um, it was like a Sunday, and I get emails from Home Depot whenever we buy something, and I got a receipt came across from Home Depot for like three hundred something dollars, and I'm like, what the hell? So I like I call him, I go, you at Home Depot? He's like, yeah, I just bought all the stuff I need for uh, for the class. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what do you got? what what are you buying? You know. And he's like, well, I bought this, this, and I, and he did a, he, all my guys have certain tools, so he bought like the exact opposite. He bought like all Milwaukee little uh, screwdrivers and pliers and everything he needed. He bought Milwaukee, so then that way none of my guys can steal his stuff because he can be like, hey, that's mine. What's it doing on your truck? But um, and he bought his little carrying deal, and he he's ready to go to work, man. So. He's prepared. Awesome. I told him, I was like, man, I, when I told you, get whatever you need and don't spare any expense, I didn't realize, you know, God damn. <laughs> Did they send you a grocery list? I felt like, you know, when I was a kid going to school, I had to go get like, how many folders I need, mom? How much loose leaf? You know? But that's kind of like it was, man. He's You're got showing a, your age there, Dan. Yeah, man. They don't do that anymore? <laughs> no, no. It's uh, iPads now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. Uh, my last kid graduated high school. Jesus, I don't even know. I didn't even buy I, I don't even know, man. I'm, I'm old. You wanted that five-star Trapper Keeper, didn't you? <laughs> hey, I had one of those, man. I had a Trapper I Keeper. I know it. I had one back in the day. So I, I ain't scared. <laughs> um, Aaron right, Preston. Dan and Dan. Wait, wait. Aaron Preston how, wants how? to know where this is at. Aaron, it's in Arlington, Texas, November 5th through November 11th, if you want to know where it's at. So go ahead. What you got, Nick? Well, I was going to say, man, it's, it's just like anything else, man. You got some guys that show up to a fence site with a set of pliers and a set of post hole diggers and a, a freaking wheelbarrow. And then you got other guys that show up with a gas-powered post driver and a concrete mixer or whatever. You know, it, it's it's all about, you know, it just makes a difference, you know. Yeah, it make, makes a difference when you're doing a job. Make a little bit no, more noise over there, Dan Will. What are Dude, you I'm doing? I'm trying to open this without a bottle opener. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mute yourself, man. You're like a freaking rookie over there. God damn. I'm, I didn't know you could hear that, dude. Yeah, I can hear it, man. Hold on. Hold on real quick. I'll get it. Uh, there it is. Right Sounds there. Sounds like you're Thank trying you. to swim across the border and get across the wall or some shit. Dude, trains, trains. <laughs> 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 oh man! A, a Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren shirt on there, Dan. I like that. Dude, I, that's all I wear is polo, bro. Dang, must be nice. Look at this faded, faded sun and sweat shirt here, Nick. I got some. I here. got some of those in the archives. <laughs> I don't build fence anymore, man. But I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be watching <clears> you build fence. I'm going to be your biggest cheer, cheerleader, Dan. You know how it is? We're like brothers. We fight like brothers, but don't mess with my brother. I can I can fight him, but you can't. Yep. So anyway, man. So uh yeah, so gate automation, are they gonna have any hands on? Y'all got equipment there? They're gonna be able to test, use those testers I paid for and all that shit or what? <laughs> man, it is it is hands on. So day one, if if everybody can get through day one. The rest of the school is literally hands-on in every class. So, so we knock out all the stuff that's just classroom. It's it starts with the thing I love about the automation school and, and the way that a lot of the rest of our schools go is we literally take you from nothing. So it doesn't matter if you got ten years of experience or if you got no experience. We're going to take you from nothing, and by the end of it, you're going to be you know you're going to know how to wire a holding pole with an ice cube relay. Like it just gets crazy. So. So we start out with types of gates, and then once you know what all the types of gates are, 
we teach you how to build them and install them correctly with ASTM F2200. Then we go to types of operators. And once you talk about the types of operators, then you got to know how to make them safe. So we go to UL and we just build on that. Every single class builds on the one before it in some way, shape or form. And then by the time day one's over and we get all that book work stuff out, man, we hit electrical one and we're wiring up the flashlight boards and we're wiring up the, the electrical boards and we hit loop detectors and you're actually wiring up loop boards and, and making loops kick on and off and light relays. And, and I mean, it's just off to the races from there. Then the coup de grace, the end of the week, man, <laughs> we actually do. I'm telling you, man, this stuff gets me excited, bro. It gets me is excited. That, is that a New Orleans thing? Because I have no idea what that means. Dude, this, this dude is like a kid in a candy store. Look at him. His eyes are lighting up. He's like, whoa. <laughs> dude, my wife gives me a hard time. She's been telling me for years that this is my favorite week of the year. Like, mm-hmm. I went through this school in 2010 as a student. I'd been installing operators for about six years when I came through the school. So I thought I knew a little something. And I came through the school and was blown away and I loved it. And I, and I bugged them and bugged them. And it took me four years to get invited back as an instructor. And so I came back in 2014 as an instructor and they ain't been able to hold me back since I've been there every year, ever since. So, I mean, it's, it's just phenomenal. So coup de gras, man, end of the week, <laughs> they actually are given a full on operator, the safety controls, the loops, a telephone entry or a keypad or some kind of access controls. And they have to set this thing up in their classroom. They have to make it work just the way the job sheet tells them to. And then they have to turn it over to the homeowner or the business owner. So they need to be able to explain what everything is, talk about the warranty, show how it works, show the manual releases and the disconnects and all that stuff. And then we kick them out the classroom and the instructors go in and mess it up and we make them come back in and do troubleshooting on it. So it's, it's a phenomenal week. Nice, man. That sounds like a good time. So yeah, he better learn some shit and he better pass that class. Cause I got jobs lined up. I've been putting off cause I'm making him go and do them. So I'm sure we're going to screw something up. You know, it happens. The gate will just be opening and closing all night and, <laughs> You know, I'm sure sure we'll have some shit messed up. So then we got um, sales training school, right? Yep. Tell me about sales training school, because I think our good buddy old pal Nathan Downs has something to do with that. Is is he? Does he do that star thing? Doesn't he do something? Or is that at AFA? No, that's at Fence Tech. So. Ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, that's Fence Tech. All right, Nathan. Nathan's not good enough for AFAU. Nick, I'm sorry. Nick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, you know, just, I don't know where you're at here on my screen. Just come to me and I'll guide you. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say, I thought, I thought Blanc was the one that had all the show notes prepped. And he talked about this big old thing that he types up and everything. Yeah, I'm telling you. And then he gives Wheeler a hard time saying Wheeler don't know what's going on. But guess what? Wheeler's the one that had the STS guys on his show. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I'm telling you. Hey, Nick, keep talking. Keep talking. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, keep you're going. killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> keep going. All right. So, so, Wheeler, who who is uh, in charge of the sales training school, brother? Uh, my guy, Shane Yarborough, Memphis, uh, Bluff City Fence. Yes. Randy Ward, right? Yes, sir. Rand- and, uh, Randy Ward's going to be in that, too? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. And then uh, Nick, who is that other guy? Because he has, uh, oh my God, you're going to say his name. I'm going to be so mad. It's on the tip of my tongue. He has that, um, not poem, that, that, oh my God. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about? Shane Yarborough uh, did it at, the, at our closing dinner last year. Oh my goodness! No, What's his no, name? no, no, no! You're you're thinking about Philip Doyle's speech. Yes. That, okay. That's that. No, that no, okay. No. Okay. Wrong person. Okay. The, no, the, the other guy that's involved is Ben Joe Dwin from Ultra Aluminum. Okay. Ben Joe Dwin. Yep. Man, that's a hell of a name. Yep. And guys, that. guy knows his stuff, man. Does he's, he really? He's been in sales for a long, long time. Uh, he's been with, with Ultra for quite a while. He knows his stuff, and, and those guys are all over it, man. It, that The sales training school goes through the entire sales process. It goes through the difference between traditional selling versus consultative sales model. Um, and it just goes through, and it, and it teaches you literally. It, first thing it does is it asks you what kind of sales you do. So, so the first thing we want you to do is understand because how many people have ever actually talked about the difference between traditional and consultative sales, you know? So until somebody explains it to you, you're like, oh, 
I, I didn't realize, you know, I, and when I started helping out with this class and kind of working on things, it was like, okay, I, I see the difference now, you know, consultative sales, you're out there and you're asking them, what do they need and what's going to work best for them? And then you're informing them on how you can make that better or whatever. Whereas traditional sales, you know, if I call Dan Wheeler and I'm a supplier and I'm like, Hey, look, man, I've got three bundles of Postmasters that I've got to get rid of by next week. I'm going to make you a deal on them. Do you want them? Well, that's traditional sales because I just, you know, there's, there's a lower price. I'm going to make it good for him, but it's going to make it good for me because I get rid of them. And so we just go through and talk about all of those things. And then we start talking about closing that deal. What do we need to say? How do we need to understand what cues are being given to us by the, by the homeowner and by the business owner and, and, that it's it's a fantastic in-depth immersive day and a half man so you know i remember it like two years ago my son went through uh operations manager school are y'all not doing that this mm-hmm. year we're not doing it this year actually um that's the only school that we're not doing right now at this and, and the deal is, is is we're getting ready to revamp that and just kind of upgrade it a little bit and um so I just didn't want to put it on right now at this school because because we're going to make some tweaks and we're going to take that into the next, you know, the 2.0. Nice. Nice. So what happens, like, to, to explain to me, what happens in the hotel at night? Is there a bar there? Everybody's hanging out or people leaving? Where, is there close places to go to eat that you can walk to or do you have to Uber? T- talk to me a little bit. Tell me what to expect. Yep. So there, there is a bar there. Um, uh, there's a whole lot of folks that hang out there. There's a, a nice there little too. pizza. Yep. Yeah. They're, they got the, a brick oven pizza that's right there. So if by chance you don't get enough food from us throughout the day, there is a, a, a nice little brick oven pizza there. There's also a pizza place right next door. Mm-hmm. that has got a great draft selection. They've got good prices and they've got good food. So, but usually what happens is there ends up being about 50 of us or 60 of us standing around the bar <clears throat> and we're just, you know, shooting the breeze and talking fence. Mm-hmm. And that's, there, there's so much camaraderie and, and, you know, networking that is done standing around that bar and, we got students that come up to instructors and they ask them questions. And, the, and most of the time the instructor's like, you know, if, if they don't know the answer right off the top of their head, they're like, you know what? That's a good one. Give me a minute. And then you'll see all the instructors go over and kind of confer for a minute and, and figure out. It's like, you know, uh-huh. how do we need to answer this to, you know, to, to be right. And then they'll come back and it's like, all right, well, here's, here's what we came up with. So it's, it's a phenomenal atmosphere. So what I need to do is, is I need to hang around Dan Wheeler. So when they ask him a question, he doesn't know. I can give him the answer. Well, that, there you go. Is, is that I, how that um, works? No. I know everything, Dan Block. You know that. <laughs> you know that. No, it, it's a good time, man. Uh, you really, those guys that really don't need to leave, right? Um, they can walk across the street if they want some pizza. There's some restaurants on the other across the street, a little bit of a walk. Not an issue. Um, but most guys stay right there. It's not, it's a really nice hotel, really nice bar, really good food. Um, and a lot of guys just sit there and talk shop. I, I like that a lot. Uh, that that location, that area, everything is right there. Um, it's a it's a really good setup. Man, I'm excited because you know what's going to happen with us, Harm Wheeler. We're going to be that? we're going to. What the hell are you? Hold doing? on, Benji oh. just got on there. Look at that, clever oh, fox. Yeah, so, sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. Benji, sorry. I mean, Benji, I'm calling you Benji. So, <laughs> Wheeler, <laughs> I'm all tongue-tied, bro. This is going to be crazy, man, because next week you and I are going to be at AFAU, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. two weeks later, we're going to be up at Monkey Island at uh, at at Tony's deal. It's going to be like AFAU deja vu with all these people that are going to be there, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have Dude. a hell of a lot to talk about. Man, it's going to be wild. I'm going to be around you a lot this winter, Dan. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sharing the room with you, Will. Just get that out of your mind, all right? See, this is the thing, Nick. Nick, listen, Nick, Nick, Nick. It's all listen. lies. Dude, he's like, he's telling these stories about me. I'm like, there's no way my butt cheeks are touching the same toilet seat as Dan Blanc's. So I'm <laughs> two separate rooms all the time. I've said it since day one, Nick. I've said it since day one, Nick. So I'm just saying, out there, it's public now. It's live. Will, Will, who yep. doesn't like a pre-warm toilet seat, man? Come on, I mean, come on. <laughs> me. 
Wait, I'm, I'm going back to, to one of y'all's shows. I don't remember which one it was. And it was talking about the hotel room situation that you got. Because when you got the confirmation with about four of y'all yeah. and you had two twin beds and you was trying to figure out what the sleeping arrangements were. Yeah, it, yeah, was, I, it was like, we didn't know what the hell was going on. No. <laughs> Man, if you could have seen that group chat chat, I was like, look, I don't know about this two queen bed deal. So <laughs> apparently that's all they could get was queen beds. So that's what we're sleeping in. But we have our own rooms. So um, hopefully my room doesn't even back up the wheeler's room because I don't want to hear I'm a different floor. Nick, I, I, I'm hoping for. Yeah, I don't want to hear him through the uh, bathroom vents. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> Well, you know, you know what they call those two queen rooms, right? That's that's one to stay and one to play. So y'all can still get you know whatever you want. Like it's twenty-three, bro. You, you I, southern dudes, I don't know how you do things. I don't, I don't. Us northern guys don't play that game. Uh, separate rooms, man. I don't know, man. I heard y'all invented that game cornhole. I don't know. <laughs> now, don't be disparaging don't my cornhole now. Come on. All right, all right. This is PG thirteen, guys. PG thirteen. Right. <laughs> so tell me, what else do we need to know? Because I've never been to AFAU. Can you believe that? I've never been. Dylan was like, "Hey, man, you need to go take some of these classes." And I'm like, "I don't know, bro. You need to stay home and be able to run the company while I'm gone." So uh, go. You go get everything first, man. Let the young guys get it first, and then then I'll go play around. You know. So, uh, so what else can we expect while we're there, man? Talk to me. I mean, you've been doing it for how many years? I want to know. I mean, what are some interesting things? Are they gonna Are they gonna be driving any posts while we're there? Hundred percent, man. We got two different drivers. Matter of fact, uh, just a quick shout out. I, I'm I'm neutral. I, I love everybody's products. However. You know, when, when one of the manufacturers steps up and, and hands us something brand new for us to use, Titan Post Driver, the guy drove all the way to Myrtle Beach just to hand us a brand new post driver. No shit. And, you know, I hear some people and they're like, man, well, I don't like this and I don't like that and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? The guy's coming to AFAU. He's bringing the extension handles. He's bringing a couple more bits to go on it. If something goes wrong with it, he'll fix the daggone thing right there. So in my book, Dude, that's above and beyond to support the industry. And you know what? It's not a matter of the fact that we're trying to sell a Titan post driver. We're trying to show folks that, hey, you can drive these posts and there's mm-hmm. machines out there that'll do it, you know? And, and and that's what it is, man. We we just, the industry is such a good group of people, period. The the installers, the manufacturers, the suppliers, the, they're all just good people. And, and they want... You know, yeah, they're going to support their product, but at the end of the day, they just want to make people's lives easier and better, and and that's part of the reason I love this, man. Is it's just awesome. So let me ask you this, man: um, Are you going to be driving the ag post? Are you going to have a machine there that's going to drive those? Yes, absolutely. Ooh, what are y'all going to have there? Yep. So last year, Justin Nary brought down his Evo. Okay, and it was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, those uh, things are crazy. I don't know if. Oh, dude, it was it was insane, man. And and I hear right now that the ground in Texas is so freaking hard that it's got like one inch wide cracks in the earth where it's so dry down there right now. Really? So I don't know. Yeah, I do know they're bringing a machine down. I don't know if it's going to be the Evo or not this year, but they're going to have something where heavy duty where they can drive those posts. So I just went to NAFCA's deal at Arlington Cemetery, and Clint Imes had a mini skid with a, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, a post driver on it. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty impressed by that thing, man. Joe Everest was driving it, and I was checking it out, and I'm like, dude, this thing's pretty badass. So I'd love to see one of those big Evo-looking type of machines and one of those skid steer with those on it, see how they work together and the difference in power, if there is a difference. Because... Us residential guys, we're not going to go out and buy one of those big Evo things. But a lot of residential guys have mini skids, and they could probably buy that attachment for it. Say you get a uh, you know a farm and ranch job, a cross buck, paddock, whatever kind of fence you want to call it. You get one of those. You got a thousand foot of that to do, and we get those right. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to drive them and have a piece of machinery to do that with? Without having to spend a hundred and something thousand dollars on a uh, on one of those Evos, 
you know? Yeah. Definitely. I think that would be pretty awesome, man. Yeah, the Evo is 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 unreal. Like it's like a transformer. That's the only way I can describe it, dude. Yeah. It's, it's I, I remember I was, I was digging holes and setting some wood fence posts. And I looked over and I seen Justin Nerdy unloading out the trailer and I dug like two or three holes and I looked over and he had like thirty five chain link fence posts dri- driven and then a bunch of wood posts. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? And it, it was unreal. It, it's it's something like everyone, every fence guy needs to see in person. It's it's unreal, and that's one great thing about AFAU, right, Nick? Is getting these these uh, team members seeing what's like uh, in in the fence trade, what's available, what's um, what, I don't know, like some of the just different ways and techniques, right? Uh, it sparks some energy, and like uh, uh, it's not all about just digging holes, right? There's just different tools, machinery, techniques, materials. Um, there's just more to it. So man, that's gotta yeah, be pretty 100%. that's gotta be pretty cool having different tools there. Some guys like, hey, I like these pliers, hey, I like those pliers. Do y'all have a mixture of tools there, Nick? Because like, for example, okay, um, let's use uh uh let's use Michael Brooks, for example. I saw a, a TikTok or something with him. The dude's got like 30 freaking amp reader, whatever the hell you call those things that electricians use. And I'm thinking to myself, Jesus Christ. And you're like, well, I like this one for this, and I like this one for this. So um, it just makes you wonder how many different tools are out there that we don't know about, but we do, but other people know about them, and it might be better than the tool we're using. So do y'all bring a lot of that stuff? there and say hey these are the different types of pliers that you use for doing chain link and and so forth so so we have a decent amount of tools uh especially on the fence side but excuse me that goes back to having everybody bring their tools because again the the pliers that they use in california might be different than the pliers they use in texas or the plier and so you know by having those students actually get around and show the tools that they use and stuff and talk about that stuff that goes back to building that camaraderie and and everybody learning from everybody i don't care if you've only been doing this six months you know you've learned something you use this tool in your job site whatever one of my customers i, I used to work wholesale and uh one of my customers bought one of those automated concrete mixer machines because the dude was just getting older. He poured a lot of concrete pads for gate operators and whatnot and, and, and mixing the concrete just, it wasn't advantageous for the company. So his boss went out and spent, you know, a grand or a couple grand, whatever it was on one of those concrete mixers. And they literally hook a water bucket up to it. They set the slump on it. They put some bags in it and that sucker starts spitting out already pre-mixed concrete right into his forms. And he's like, dude, it saves me a ton of time and my back and this. And then there's consistency all the way across. Well, heck, I'd never seen one of those. I worked for a commercial fence company, man, where we had trucks brought in and we had auger buckets and like all of our stuff was big. So if I had gone and started a small company and was working by myself or something, you know, I wouldn't have known that existed, you know, had that guy not come through. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you, it's a game changer for me. And I was like, that's that's cool. And that's that's the conversations that we want to have and we want people to have. And, you know, there's there's what, 30 different variations of post drivers and pounders and vibrators and this and hydraulic and drop weight and this and that. And we want people to have those conversations and, and learn from each other on them. So these guys in the fence installation school, you have them bring their tools also? Absolutely. And, and they don't have to bring them all. Uh, you know, we, we tell them to bring, you know, a bubble level and a, and a uh, what, a, uh, their pliers, their bubble level, few little hand tools and stuff like that. I mean, we don't expect them to bring their trucks out there. Right. But even if you don't have your truck, you know what tools you have. So if somebody's talking about something, they're like, man, well, you know, at our company, we use this here. Let me show you. Everybody's got a smartphone. Hell, they'll pull it up on their smartphone and be like, man, we use this right here. Check this out. You know what I mean? So, so so you got te- you got five teams with six people on it. So what's that? It's 30 people at fence installation mm-hmm. school. So how many people can you fit in your sales training school? So the sales training school, it was set up for about 15. Okay. Uh, that's what we were looking for. The room will fit closer to 25. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've got a little bit of room if people want to still come out to sales training school. Um, fence installation school, we still got a little bit of room. We, we can squeeze another person or two in there. 
Uh, gate automation school is full. We actually, we're actually fuller. We have a whole extra team. I had to go through and, and I was working with the chair and we completely redid the schedule because we've got more people than what we were supposed to have. So it's, it ain't no more. It's wait list on that one. And uh, same thing with the fence contractor business school. You know, that was set up for about 15. Well, we're sitting at 21 in that class right now. So, you know, maybe one, but okay. maybe two, but we don't want to get too much more in there. And then you gate automate. The reason why I'm asking, they're asking in the comments how many people go to the event. So how many you think are at the gate automation school total? Uh, we've got 60, 63 in that right now, 62 Holy in that right now. shit. Yeah. Nick, do you see wow. uh, a trend with gate automation in, in our trade here? Like, I, I feel like that's what everybody is talking about. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's funny. It, you got some guys that are talking about, you know, what's the next catalyst? What's going to keep bringing people to the school? And that's true. You know, I mean, when you go back and you look at it historically, we had, um, you know, originally when the school first started, there was people that were looking for training on it. There was nobody else that was really doing a whole lot of it. Then 2016 hit when we had the uh, monitored safety devices come into effect and 2018 hit and the changes happened just a little bit on the monitored safeties. And so those were big catalysts for us. Now it's just people starting to realize that, hey, we can do this. Like, we don't have to keep subbing this out. We can bring this in-house. And, man, the, the schools just keep filling up. So, mm. you know, I'm, I'm watching the chat here, too, and, and people are like, can we show up? Well, for some of the schools, you can't, you know. Then again, we've only got so much space. We've only got so many training boards. We've only got so much room. So sometimes, man, the school sells out. There, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, well know, Dan, so. Dan and I contacted you today about a guy that wanted to come. And I was like, what schools are available? First thing you said was, gate automation shut down. <laughs> We're full. You know, yeah. Hey, we got some spots in fence installation school. So that guy ended up jumping on the fence installation school deal. Um, I mean, I'm just showing up. I'm not going to any classes. I'm showing up. I got my own room. But I'm just coming there to get content. I'm coming to network. I'm coming to get, you know, I want to I want to get video and pictures of people and Get it out there on what y'all are trying to do with this, not trying to do, what you're doing and what more you're trying to do and more you're trying to accomplish with, with AFAU and how it's helping the industry, man. Because I'm all about helping the guys that are out in the fields, the guys that are bringing home a check to mama with four kids sitting around the table wanting to know if mama's going to the grocery tomorrow, right? And there's a yep. lot of guys out there that are starting out like that, and they need that. They need everything that they can, you know? So um, yes. I'm just showing up, man, and I'm going to be cheering these guys on. I'm going to be up in there like I'm part of the class, but not in. I'm, I'm not getting dirty, but I'm going to be watching. You know, you know? sometimes <laughs> all I got to do is see something, man. I just got to see something done. Like the first time I went to uh, Expert Stain and Seal University was back in uh, like February of 2020 or something like that. or I, I forget when it was. And, um, dude, I saw Sean King, Bill Fence, dry packing. I was like, okay, I can do this. It took me about a year to get my guys because I'm the whole, you know, put the frog in a pot, of, a pot of water and turn the burner on and boil him to death. I'm not to throw the frog in deal and let him jump right out. So I slowly started changing things, man. And we'll look at video and we'll look at pictures of jobs we did and we'll compare it to another job. My guys were like, man, we don't even build fence like that anymore. So it took me about a year, but, man, we changed over the entire way that we build fence to uh, we're using pencil vibrators and dry packing, and we're not cutting posts. And that was all because of what – I didn't get my hands dirty. I just watched it and saw it. And Dill and I were like, we can do this. I'm like, hell, yeah, we can do this. You know, So I'm going to be there watching video and getting people on podcasts, you know, clowning around with all my friends, enjoying it, networking, and, and building relationships. So can you just show up? Yeah, I'm sure. Just – Stay your ass out of the way because people are building fence in the parking lot, but I'm sure you can hang out and bullshit off to the side, you know? Yeah, that's the difference between something like this. This is a little more structured. You know, this, we got to know how many people are there because we've got to have the right amount of PPE and we got to make sure we have the right amount of training boards and we got to have the right amount of books. And we, right. You know, th this is a little more structured. So, unfortunately, you know, I understand some folks kind of don't like that, but, you know, you, you can't just show up to, 
Wheeler. I swear, man. I thought you was professional, brother. You know what that is, huh? <laughs> that's that, that that's that's that website Benji bill for you, boy. I got people calling at uh seven thirty at night. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know what the deal. <laughs> that's crazy. <awesome. laughs> that's awesome, dude. Well, just just kind of switching gears a little bit, man. Fence tech though, show up. Just oh. to, like I, I don't I know this is not we're we're not talking about fence tech yet, brother. I I'm, we can. I'm AFAU. No, I'm AFAU for another week and a half. He's over there Once bleeding red. Done, oh man, dude, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, like, you you're gonna see it, Block man. You ain't never been there. You're gonna see it. I'm telling you, you're gonna leave AFAU. Like, all right, what do I got to do? How do I get more involved? How many more people can I send? What you're going to leave there energized. Because that's what that school does to people. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to check it out. And I'm also ready to head on over to Smashville, Tennessee. Because we're going to smash some shit up. We're like, what, a block or so away from the, the main strip? What do they call yep. that out there? Broadway. Broadway. That's it. I'm used to everything being Bourbon Street here. But, yeah, Broadway. We're, we're going to be a block <laughs> off of Broadway. Um, I'm stoked, man. I'm staying at the Omni. Wheeler's staying at the Omni. Uh, producer Rob staying at the Omni. Who else we Dude, got? I think uh, Dan Senior, Dan Senior, and Bonnie will be at the Omni too. What? And Dan, hold on, wait for it. You like Alan, sh- my sales guy. What? Boom. You like the ShamWow guy? But wait, there's Boom. more. But wait, there's more, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Chris Steele just jumped in the uh, jumped in the comments. Said Dan and I. We're uh, we're gonna bring the heat. He's gonna he's gonna tie me up with the string, and I'm gonna hit him with a straightaway. Chris, we were just talking about you, bro. How you got to carry Dan Wheeler because he doesn't know how to build fence. So from my understanding, there's gonna be like this big um, big face off. Chris Steele's gonna be bringing the Mister Fence tools. Dan Wheeler is gonna be bringing the old school string level and whatever old people use, old fencers use. Well, you should know, Dan. Chris Steele's, I do. Chris Steele's <laughs> bringing the modern technology on how to dumb down fence and where anybody can build fence. So it's going to be nice to see these guys go neck and neck and say, hey, look how quick I can do it with a straightaway. Look how quick I can do it with a string line and, and all that good. Because y'all don't set posts. The posts are already set, right, Dan? No, we do it. Oh, y'all set posts every day? Not okay. every day, but though I think uh, Nick this year we're do like maybe hit that all in one right, get an overview of it, set them all so they're done, and then we'll just build fence and not waste time uh, setting posts every day. So th- that's this year's going to be just a little bit different. That's why we're getting the classroom stuff out of the way because mm-hmm. that's one of the things. So so here's the deal: we don't claim to be perfect at this. You know, we ask every year. At the end of the school, what did you like? What didn't you like? What could we do better? What would you like to see? So we're constantly trying to update this stuff. So by getting the classroom stuff out of the way on Sunday and going straight to the field, and we picked up an extra hour, hour and a half every day in the field. So we can drive posts every day. People can use the machines. We can set posts every day. People can can see how that stuff works. So, you know, absolutely. So I got a question, I, I, I man. I do it all. Dude, this this eye post no dig aluminum shit is big. Are we gonna have any eye posts there? Are y'all gonna be driving eye posts with some aluminum? We did have it last year, so mm-hmm. I don't see why we wouldn't wouldn't have some more but this year. Nice, man. I'm excited to see that too. My guys have done it, but I haven't done it. So yeah. I'm never out on the job site. That's gonna be a good time, man. Uh, we got a couple we guys in the uh Shane Yard, bro. What's up, gents? We got uh, Brian Ferguson, and he's asking all kinds of questions. Can I just show up? Do you need to bring it to Vegas? Uh, uh, Corey Gentry, Fence Business School is next for me. Yeah, man, I need to check that one out. That's one I need to do. And uh, my good old buddy, old pal, Cannon Johnson. Hey, man, just enjoying the show. What's happening, Cannon? And uh, Michael Brooks corrected me. It's handheld multimeters. Yeah. You know, Get right, Dan. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we got Christian Reels in there. I love that dude. Yeah, man. He's from uh, Elite Fence down in Tampa. Christian, mm-hmm. we got a friend of ours that's going to be headed down your way to Tampa for a few months that needs some uh, somewhere to work. If you got it, hit me in my inbox, man, so we can talk. Uh, he's trying to get away from the snow and needs something to do this winter. Hit me up, man. He knows his stuff. So, um, what else we need to cover, guys? Fence tech is going to be off the freaking chain. Mm-hmm. Me, Dan Wheeler, 
Nathan Downs, um, Joe Everest. We're going to be in the, um, the, the, what is it called? Is it the Know Before You Go Studios? Is, that's what we called it last year. We got Matt Warner loaned his, uh, his um, podcast booth. So I know um, we were talking about, uh, I think I talked to Nick about it, about getting the backdrop changed and getting our logos put on there Um, because Matt had other stuff on there. But we're going to be doing interviews from there within the AFA booth. And from what I hear, Dan Wheeler, I'm excited. They got beer on tap on the AFA booth. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And and they got bourbon, bro. And they got bourbon. So I might have to get back to drinking for AFA uh, Fence Tech. I'm stoked. What else, bro? What can I, What else can you tell us about uh, fence tech? Give us, give us, man. Nick, I got you. one question. One question, yeah. real quick. What's up? Okay, when I was in OKC, there was a Waffle House. We don't have Waffle Houses up here in Chicago. What? How close? Yes. How close is the closest <laughs> Waffle dude. House, dude? I gotta eat breakfast every morning, Nick. I'm a breakfast person. This dude How loves close? Waffle House so much, Nick, that in Oklahoma he ate Waffle House every yes. morning. It was in the hood. Yeah. I drove. It was a Nick, Nick, Nick. Straight shot down. I went past this uh, camper place, that Apex Fence, Chance Whitner. Um, He did this crazy ornamental steel. It looked beautiful. And then it was down on the corner. It was super ghetto, very sketchy. Um, But I feel like Nashville will be a little bit better, right? Um, But, dude, I'm telling you, where's the closest Waffle House? We don't have it up here. So, funny story. Uh, I, I'm originally born and raised Dayton, Ohio, right? I was on a school trip. We went from Dayton, Ohio to Jacksonville, Florida. And the whole deal was we needed to count how many Waffle Houses there was between <laughs> Dayton, Ohio and Jacksonville, Florida. And it's almost every damn exit. Like, there was a lot of them. They're like Dollar <laughs> so, Generals, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, hey, so, Willie, you know what they say about Waffle House, right? What's that? You go, it, it goes in smothered and covered, comes out scattered and splattered. <laughs> Dude, I, I had my first Waffle House experience at Saint University. Was not good, and then uh, ever since then, dude, traveling in the South all winter long, it's been great. It's been phenomenal. So, like, that's what, dude. Me and Rob, the producer, are gonna go down there like every morning. He's gonna be going to bed. I'll be getting up, and it's gonna work out perfect. I can see it now, Dan. <laughs> Yeah, Rob the producer is not a morning guy. So we were when we were in Vegas. This was so funny. We were in Vegas and Wheeler wanted to have an appointment with with, with Rob the producer, right? And uh, Shane calls him Broccoli Rob. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, I get a text from Rob and he's like, "Dude, Wheeler hit me up and he wants to have you know a meeting at seven. And he goes, "I responded." PM and Will was like, no, AM. And Rob was like, that's not gonna work. <laughs> Rob was uh Rob was up till 5 a.m. with uh uh who's the Australian cat from uh, Lions uh fence supply? Uh, Sasha. Yeah, he was up till 5 a.m. with Sasha. So he had a meeting with Will and pushed it back to like 8 a.m. So at 10 a.m. Jesus Christ, Willa. Dude, I'm sorry. Just take the phone off the hook, bro. So so uh, I text Rob at 10 a.m. I'm like, bro, where are you at? We got we got to start recording, you know? And uh, he didn't answer me to like 1130. He's like, bro, I was up till 5 with Sasha. Had to meet Wheeler for, I think Wheeler pushed it back to 730 or something. Then you started blowing my phone up at 10. I'm like, dude, this is not a drink fest. We're here to work. <laughs> Dude, we uh we had a call the other morning at 4 a.m. Me and Rob did. I was getting up, and he's like, "I'm about to crash in like an hour and a half." I'm like, "Dude, you're crazy." And he's like, "You're crazy." I'm like, "No, I'm normal, dude." Yeah, yeah. So anyway, man, we're gonna have to find a good cigar place. I see the guys talking about it. Um, I tell you what, man, when we were in Vegas, we sat down. To, it was like four of us to smoke cigars. Before it was over with, there was like 20 people there. You remember, Dan? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how many freaking people smoke cigars. And it was chicks smoking them, too. I'm like, all right, get, get it, girl. Smoke you a cigar, you know? So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a find, lot of fun. We got to find us a good cigar bar. So, look, man, I'd love to hang out with y'all, but uh, Pepper's in there cooking some shrimp because I'm pescatarian now. So, uh, Hippie. Yeah, 
I've had enough talking to you guys. We got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, Nick, last thoughts, bro. Hit us with it. Last thoughts, brother, man. I appreciate y'all having me on here. I'm looking forward to next week, and uh, I can't wait for Nashville, man. This to give you a quick thing about Nashville. This is how we know how Nashville goes. We normally have the chapter breakfast. We pushed it back to the chapter brunch because we know ain't nobody going to be up for breakfast. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, look, guys, Dan Wheeler, thank you for joining me, bro. Uh, appreciate you having your phone ring through the entire show. Um, you know what you need, right? You need an answering service. You know how many leads I get just from an answering service, man? Dude, I do just fine with cleverfox.online. So do I. That's why I had to get a freaking answering service. And uh, Nick, thanks for being with us, man. We look forward to your right reels. And uh, hey, guys, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life. <laughs>